Well, he was Who jerking knows? off alone in his say. bed in his apartment earlier, and now he's got a dress of a female. Yeah, yeah. Well, how many people are in your bed when you jerk off? That's not what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to S1E1, the show where each week we pick a different show, watch just its first televised episode, and rate it, ignoring anything we know about the future run of that show. This week, we're going to be talking about what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows currently has 27 episodes over three seasons, but it's still running on FX. We're going to be talking about episode one today, which was just called Pilot, originally airing March 27th, 2019. So to get things started, I'm Jay Gags. With me, as always, the guys, Joe, Nick, Berg, and Gordo. What's going on, guys? Hey. Back. paper. All right. So, yeah. So this is our... Halloween episode, because this is going to be out uh, just a couple days before Halloween. So what we're going to be doing is we all have um, costumes that we're going to be revealing in a minute. And we'll put that clip up on Instagram, which you can find at S1E1Pod on Instagram, uh, all our social media. S1E1Pod.com will take you links to all our social media, uh, anywhere where you want to listen to us, all that. So check us out there at S1E1Pod.com. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. But let's get started with that. So just to kick off the episode, guys, if everyone's ready to go, unmute your videos in three, two, one, go. Arr. Arr. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Meow. What? Joe, what are you? <laughs> the fuck? A potato? Tell, I'm a giant box of cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. Oh, <laughs> a potato. <laughs> Oh, God. He's a potato. (laughs) And Gordo uh, is a cat. Meow. Uh, Just for those of you just listening, uh, Ferg is Freddy Krueger. Ferg, try to talk with that mask on. Hello. And uh, Nick is a Zoom filter pirate. (laughs) Yep. Normally, I don't like dressing up, but I would have for this one had I remembered (laughs) this is what we were doing. (laughs) Oh, and uh, I am uh, wearing a luchador mask. Uh, I, I, I almost wore my, uh, my Is that still El Mysterio Blanco? Um, I would if I was to wear this, it would be as a fan of El Mysterio Blanco. I am. Uh, there's been speculation over the years that I'm him. I I assure you that I'm not. Um, but in tribute to El Mysterio Blanco, um, I have this luchador mask on today. I still thought it was El Aso Wipo. <laughs> You're gonna take shit for potato, Jay. Yeah, I'm a... <laughs> guys dress up like a giant box of shit. <laughs> Call me all asshole wipo. Yeah, allergic to himself. <laughs> you should frame that after. I should take a picture and email or just keep like Instagram bombing cheese it over and over again. <laughs> Are you a gluten free cheese it? I am. Yeah, hold on. All right, boys, I'm taking the mask off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a penis on that? Where? No. What? Oh, is that that's a Joe's actual penis. He forgot. So. <laughs> oh, it's the sunshine logo. The sunshine guy logo. From it the... looks like a penis. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not an artist. What do you want from me? <laughs> it doesn't look like a sun. Well, I had, like, right. like a minutes in between work today to draw a giant to figure this thing out. Okay, give me the <laughs> best of my abilities. What is it? Is it like a yard bag? Uh, it's actually the bag that giant frame was wrapped in. <laughs> 
Berg, I know you're going without the mask, but you're going to keep, there you go. Keep the hat on. Yeah, you keep the fedora on. And although this is terribly <laughs> uncomfortable for me because of my facial hair uh, pressing up against my face, I'm going to do my best to keep this mask on for the entire You of the will not make that. I'm going to try. Even <laughs> though this, the only reason I took the mask off is because the air piece fell out. Yeah. So I was listening. I could, it was like you guys were whispering because it was the <laughs> echo of you guys in the mask and the air piece. This I will be... leave this on, but every time I try to do something, you're just going to hear this. <laughs> yes, please. I feel well, if that, than, if that than your metal cup. You. Yeah, if, if, if wearing that distracts you from using your metal cup, <laughs> which anyone who listens to the show, you're familiar with Joe's cup. You just don't know it, uh, but you have certainly heard it a couple times by now. I took the lid off. It's fine. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it guys uh what we do in the shadows and, I, and i'm just gonna mention this right off the bat uh originally a movie in 2014 came out before Fantastic the show movie. so the show have you seen it the movie have you seen it yes and yes yes and no i've not seen the movie you should really watch the movie it's great yes to the series no to the movie joe you're on mute <laughs> sorry i was taking off my giant potato cheese at sack <laughs> i didn't want to make the ruffly noise <laughs> yeah i've seen both Okay. Hey, and, buddy, take off the take off the costume. <laughs> take off the big potato sack, there, pal. Look at that. That's a giant spot if I've ever seen one. <laughs> but uh, and for me, um, I've actually this is the first time I've seen the show ever. I was uh, holding off because I knew we were eventually going to do it um, on the show, and uh, no, I haven't seen the movie. So for Ferg, you have seen the show and the movie. Yep. Is it essential to see the movie first, or do they stand alone? Are they even? Uh, do they? Con- does it continue off of the movie, or uh, it's just the same premise? But there is no. You don't have to see the movie at all to enjoy the show because it has. There is, there the is same an characters. episode that there's an episode that's a nod to the movie because the characters show up, but that's like a one-off thing, and it's not something like even if you didn't get it, you'd be like, "Oh, look, those are other vampires." Okay, oh, so, so there's other characters in that movie, or different characters in that movie. Yeah, yeah none it's, of the it's same. Not the, the same TV vampires show. in the movie. Okay, cool. Oh, interesting. So yeah, so right off the bat, um, to get things started with the actual episode, right away you see it's like a documentary style show, and it's kind of they're in this like gothic style mansion and. I'll say right from the beginning, because I didn't really know much about the show other than people had just told me to watch it. I didn't even know it was like documentary style the whole time. So um, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, okay, so this is the kind of show it is. I love the documentary style of it. And uh, I appreciate it too later on in the episode that they actually call it out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I am too. So the first character we meet is uh, Guillermo, who's a vampire familiar, and he's introducing himself to us and uh, tells us a little bit about what he does. And he talks a little bit about the dangers of it because you are, you know, dealing with vampires. So now we know, um, you know, it's in the title, right? You, you know, you know, it's um, it, it's going to be something kind of cryptic. But yeah, so now we know officially it's a vampire show and we see him uh, light some candles and then walks over to like a coffin and starts conversing with somebody who's in it. And he's like, it's time to rise. And he's like presenting and the coffin's stuck. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, you know, obviously like this is the first time you're getting a, oh, this is a comedy, you know? So if you're not familiar with the show already or hadn't seen the movie, this is the first time that like, okay, this is not a serious vampire show. Yeah. You get the vibe really well right away when he just can't, and he keeps saying it. Yeah. It's time to rise. <laughs> yes. can't yeah. Yeah. The coffin. The same Buffy. And then, um, he had said that, uh, being a vampire familiar is like, it's like kind of like being their best friends, but. It's also being a slave. <laughs> and then he's been working for 10 years with his master and he's excited because he's 
trying to find out what's planned for him. He's thinking there's going to be some sort of a party, and he's hoping um, that he's going to turn him into a vampire. And being a familiar for a long time is kind of a bummer, right? Because when you get turned into a vampire is the age you're going to stay forever. Yeah, the way that's a yeah, good so point. Yeah, so you're just yeah, wasting time, basically. The longer you yeah. wait, yeah, you're stuck in an older body. Like, you don't want to be turned at 70. Like, that's got to yeah. be kind of a shitty eternity. But I'd say he's in, like, his mid-20s. If I was to be turned, that's probably where I would want to be turned. Yeah, I would say, like, 27, 28. Yeah. That seems like a good age range. Uh, in general, yeah. I've, um, I've yo-yoed in my weight so much over the years, and I was trying to think of, like, what was a good point for me to lock down that, that size? Which for me was like twenty, which is like a little, a little young. It doesn't but matter if you're a vampire, you can shape change permanently though. Like, cause you still have like your standard yeah, body type, right? I'm sure they can. But yeah, I guess I could always just you know do whatever for the right circumstances, and my my obesity won't cause any health issues because I'm dead. Yeah, that's true. I was gonna say, can you work out? Like, how does that work when you're a vampire? Does like if you wanted to say lose weight or gain muscle, I think you're just stuck. Know. I don't think you can. You're dead. So like your your inner you're stuck. Yeah. yeah, like your inner you know metabolism and stuff isn't functioning except when you're eating blood. Although I like the idea that like I like the idea of like a short about a vampire who's trying to gain muscle and <laughs> is incapable of it. <laughs> just get trying to get swole yeah. at the gym. Well, well, you, you do suck the blood on, of a strong ahead, guy. But if you're a vampire and you do drink the blood of somebody who's been doing something, you get whatever's in their bloodstream. So maybe if you just you drink a bunch of blood that has protein in it. It could work. So now we finally see this coffin is ready to open up and we see Nandor, right? That is, uh, I'm going to have to yeah. double check with everyone about the pronunciation and yeah, names because they don't, they don't really go over them much. Uh, they kind of show you the names. They don't talk about them much. So Nandor rises from it and, um, and he, uh, Guillermo's like very scary. He's like, thank you. And um, <laughs> that that the first laugh made right that, off that, the bat. Yeah, right off the bat. Ooh, very spooky, master. Thank you. <laughs> it's just like the deadpan. The yeah, deadpan, they like yeah, uh, the delivery. Great. Yeah. It, in that moment, like kind of right off the bat, the, his desire to like kind of have this grand entrance and put on a show, and he needs this like acceptance too. Like yeah. Oh, um, also, this is the only the second show now that we've done that's still on the air. Right, right, right. I got, I don't want to say completely, because it would be a real stretch to say it, but in this moment, he had like a little bit of a Michael Scott vibe to him. It was like that need for approval in the sh- yeah. like the showmanship, but he's not a Michael Scott character throughout the episode, but right there, I got a little bit of that vibe. First impression. So now, we get, so now we get into the intro, and it's like a lot of... Um, like just kind of like old photographs and paintings, like I this, love like this, gothic style intro. paintings, yeah, and yeah, like news articles, stuff like that. It's all kind of related to the characters, and uh, the song was really catchy. I don't know, I never looked it up. Is it is this song unique to the intro? In the movie too. Yeah, it's used for the for the movie for like the uh, credits as well. I forget who sings it though. But uh, it's an original piece for what we do in the shadows. I don't I doubt know, it. Gordo. It that's seems your old, but I don't yeah. know if it's old on purpose. Like, it's also on. it doesn't just show you who the characters are. It, ju- it shows you how long they've been around too, because it's going through like crazy, you know. Yeah, it's, t- it's kind of giving t- you like, like the history of life. vampires yeah. a little bit, which is the best part about it is because they show Colin Robinson, who you you don't meet him yet, but you see that one of the vampires just looks exactly the same in all of them. He <laughs> He's just standing there, like not smiling. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't uh, gone through the dark ages or anything. He's oh, just the same. Gordo just uh, checked with his um, research department. Yeah. So uh, this is from what we do in the shadows dot fandom dot com. 
wiki. The song is called You're Dead, and it's written and performed by Norma Tan- Tanija. It is, uh, it's used as both the theme um, from the film and the TV series. And the song was featured on her, 19, nine, her 1966 album, Walkin' My Cat Named Dog. That's a girl? Yes. Oh, I knew it was a girl, but I didn't realize it was from 1966. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. It's actually a really nice, uh, good recording quality for yeah, that, too. Yeah. It was a dude's voice. T-A-N-E-G-A is her last name. Uh, I don't know how to... Someone might chime in. Tunisia? I'm going to assume Tunisia. Tanija? Tanega. You know what? I don't know. Either way, that's the answer. Yeah, one of us might be right. (laughs) Let us know in the comments below. So, yeah, if you're a member of the Tunisia, Tanega, Tahini family, you know, (laughs) let us know. Stupid mask. She also died two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, yeah. Jimmy Hat there, buddy. (laughs) There's an old rubber head. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go rubber necking over there. So, uh, so the next scene, we see uh, Nandor calls down Laszlo and Naja from upstairs, and um, they look like they may be vampires as well, but at this point, I wasn't sure. And Nandor informs them that they received a letter, and they need to go to the library to open it. And Laszlo's just like, why can't we just open it here? And, he's, and Nandor's just like, it's a formality. It's a formality. <laughs> And again, it's just like, you know, it's, it's the presentation of it all, right? Like, it's, it's, not, it's not exciting to just read it right there. You need the whole ambiance. You need the, the setup. God, Matt Berry hard. is so underappreciated, I think. I, f- I want to see him in everything. Right? And he's, he's just been in, he's like, hilarious two in things I've seen crowd. him in. Yeah. I was going to say it's hard because you're trying to, like, give your hand or, or, you know, have any knowledge of the other shows. But it's hard for me to want to go through this episode analytically. I just want to gush about everything that happens that is so funny and every interaction they have yeah it starts you off so if you've never seen the show right away this is where you get sort of all the hints of how it's going to be and it's just so funny i'll say for me watching for the first time within a couple minutes like you know exactly what the show is you know the tone of the show the comedy of it like they they knew what they were right from the beginning they just they launched right away with that stuff it's crazy because it's an american show but it, it has like a very British form of comedy, like that. it does, yeah. And uh, well, that, also, what's his name directs it, uh, Taika Waititi or whatever. I don't know if he does the whole show. He did the movie. And Frog, I say it the way you need to say it so you can pronounce it. Taika Waititi. <laughs> I forgot that from the episode a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm not even being funny. I literally can't say his name. <laughs> I think we last referenced him in our Ghosted episode, which was two weeks ago. Part of our four episodes of Halloween uh, October extravaganza or, or whatever we should have officially called spooktacular. it. Spooktacular. Oh, ah, yeah. ah, ah. I think, yeah, I think everyone just has to call it a spooktacular, right? That's like a default. Yeah. But uh, Nan- I always want to say that Nando's thing with um, being like a showman and stuff. I, I always, I just assume that it's, he's basically supposed to be like Vlad the Impaler. And he, so he was like a great leader. It's like he's just used to being in the spotlight and people looking up to him and yeah. shit. He wasn't a, a, a Vlad the Impaler, though. I said he's basically a Vlad the Impaler type. Oh, 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 okay. A Vlad the Impaler sort of uh, archetype stand-in. It's like they call what him he's Nandor the Relentless be because him. he never relents. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was another part. 
So yeah, so like every um, line is just perfect. We have an interview with Nandor right there, and then he explains uh, what empire he was once a soldier for. I don't remember which empire. Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman, Ottoman Empire. Empire. Yeah. And as Jerry um, Seinfeld once said, it's an entire empire. We're putting your feet up, which is I can't not <laughs> think that anytime he faces Ottoman Empire. And then he was. Uh, he said there was a lot of killing and pillaging, and he's. Uh, he was talking about someone's like, please don't pillage me. He's like, no, I'm pillaging everyone, you included. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in that time, he was called Nandor the Relentless because he never relents. <laughs> he, just his delivery on that. I know. I like how he's supposed to be like this big brooding like thing, but he has like a really like a feminine, you know, voice and it just doesn't feel that way at all. Yeah, he he doesn't feel imposing at all. It's one of those shows, too, where it's really hard to do. An, like, you have the episode, like, little stingers and things from episodes stuck in your head all the time, and it's impossible to not do it in the characters' voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard to not say, bat, or, you know, <laughs> yes. creepy paper. Like, it's always, you have to, like, do creepy some paper. half-assed version of their voices. Stabbed him. So uh, we we get back to the argument about the letter, and they finally join them. And was it was it the library? Was that the room they're trying to go to? Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah, the library. Yeah. And uh, he starts going over basic hygiene first, <laughs> and it's uh, they you know he found uh, people in the cages half drunk, which uh, not the kind of drunk you assume. I actually like the way the I don't remember the exact wordplay, but it was just you know no, they were only half drunk. Yes. So uh, yeah, as vampires, the they're only half drained of their blood. Not inebriated. And they're just mad because it's unhygienic. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I like how hy- hygiene is uh, 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 at the forefront there for people who are undead. Yeah. It's it's like it was bothering him, though. Like, this was the first time he could address it properly. Like, he, he was like, before we can even get into this letter ordeal, like, we, we, need, we really need to talk about hygiene right now. And I yeah. like that he didn't, he didn't want to directly blame Laszlo, but that's who he means. And they just start hissing at each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the hissing is so amazing. Yeah. And then they like go to like grab each other and like grapple and they elevate to the ceiling. So they're like <laughs> just like choking each other in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then we get to like an interview with uh, Naja and uh, she's uh, she compares the house to like a farm and says that like Nandor is like a controlling turkey. And Laszlo is like a bear that she likes to chase around the house. And it cuts to the scene of her just... Chasing him with a sword, saying, I'm going to fucking kill you. And like, and, like, I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't expect that might be, like, my favorite shot of the entire episode was right there. I yeah. just didn't see that coming. The interplay between all the interpersonal relationships of all these people who've been with each other all these years is done so well. And you can tell that there's all, you know, there's just so much actual. I mean, everyone here has had roommates before, right? Like, even if it's like, your best friend, after a while, you just want to kill your roommate half the time and then um we get had four idiot friends my whole life (laughs) (laughs) that works too so we get to the first laszlo interview and he was talking about he was like the most handsome man in the village but it was eventually like overrun by leprosy and he got it in just one area and she explains that she's seen it so we can assume what that one area might be that got leprosy it's also just like her great delivery too. She's like, luckily it's in a place nobody can see it, and she just deadpans, "I can see it." Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Funny. And he's explaining how he and Aja first met, and it's accompanied by like some of its like they use like um like the gothic art to like show you certain parts of it, and they've done that a few times in the episode, which I liked. And uh, I guess she was like clawing at his window, and he he was hypnotized, but like he thought he was like hypnotized by her beauty, but it was actually that she just actually hypnotized him. I, I know. I love how like in passing that was like, which I didn't find out until later. But yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Like he romanticized the story until he found out years down the road. Oh, by the way, you were hypnotized for all that. And uh, they were about to make love. And then and right before it, she turned into like a hideous leathery bat and drained him of his blood and turned him into a vampire. And again, just matter of fact, they're just telling you this to a documentary crew because to them, it's completely normal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to them, it's a cute story. Yeah, it's like they're meet cute. <laughs> yeah. How, how Harry met Sally. Yeah. And then um, we cut back to the that little meeting they're having, and they I forget what led to the conversation about these marker pens. They just started talking about oh, marker pens, were, and like having so, like almost like a dry erase board to keep track of something. No, they were talking about labeling the humans oh, with okay. the month, the day, and the year that is on them. That's right. So that yep. they can, so they can, they can keep track of who. Yeah, they can get rid of the old um, unhygienic humans. Got it. And their system is the same thing you do when you have a half a pound of turkey to put in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <with> human beings. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now it's time for the letter. And uh, they tell Guillermo, or uh, Nandor uh, tells Guillermo to close the door. And he's like, it's already closed. He's like, close it more. (laughs) So (laughs) So he just opens the door and shuts it again. You know what that reminded me of is in Super Troopers when he tells him to pull over after he's already pulled over. I can't pull pull over over any further. (laughs) Can't pull over any further. And uh, so that's when uh, he tells them that the letter is from Baron. Oh, God. Baron, what is it? (laughs) Afonso's? Just call him the Baron. Yeah, just keep going Baron with the Baron. Af- the Baron Afanas, though? Is that what it's supposed to be? But yeah, we'll, we'll they see. They literally the just call him the Baron. I think it's Afanas. Baron Afanas. So yeah, they get a letter from the Baron, and this like dramatic uh, music plays, and they seem taken back. So we, we I guess we, we look at him to be like their like, higher power the or the leader or whoever he is to them. But um, Royalty. Yes, it's a big deal that he reached out. And the Baron's coming to visit, and um, I forget, uh, was it Guillermo just goes, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's also a little scary, too, right? Because now this other vampire is coming into the house who he doesn't have a personal relationship with, and he's constantly around vampires who might just kill him at any moment. Right. He said it's dangerous being with them in general, yeah. And then um, she asks if he wrote why he was visiting, and Nandor's kind of going through it for a minute, and he's like, no, there's just nothing there. So then we learn a little bit about uh, the Baron and that he believes that vampires should basically be populating the whole world by now. And um, he's probably just coming there to check and see, like, if they've, I don't know, converted enough people, like if the vampire population is growing in America. But then it was like the great Laszlo line, too, where he's like, the Baron believes vampires should rule America. But as you can see, this place is fucking massive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, oh, God. So he's coming tomorrow. And then we get a like a Naja interview where she's telling us that uh, like a couple hundred years ago that her and the Baron had a, like a pretty strong sexual relationship. And there's like they're showing these like pictures and drawings, and it's like her like flashing her crotch to like a half bat Baron <laughs> or whatever it was. Like I was trying to make out exactly if it was a flashing or a sexual act. That got a laugh out of me when when it comes to that picture. Did you say it was very acrobatic? Yeah, they yes. both describe yeah, the they, sex as they, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They both Because right after that, we get the Laszlo interview where basically he had the same exact uh, relationship with the Baron that she had. <laughs> I and, like, too, in that photo, it looks like the Baron is, like, farting in his face yeah. or something. I don't yep. know if you guys <laughs> yeah. picked that up. <laughs> uh, I, no, but I'm, very, I'm not surprised that you did. <laughs> I, we'll I, 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 no, he I, is laying down and his like, ass is over. His yeah. face, so but there's, like, wind coming. It's either wind or crap. 
that's coming from the Baron onto Guano uh, Laszlo's face. I didn't. Um, <laughs> it would be Guano. I, so I, I took note <laughs> well of the picture. I couldn't decipher from the picture if the person laying down was expecting a gas or a solid, but it was somewhere in that realm for sure. It's one of the. It was one of the two of those. And then for his arrival, it was recommended that they get. They're trying to figure out like a good entrance. And it was like, we should get a dozen black alligators. But that got like vetoed because it was too expensive to get that many alligators and that much paint. <laughs> that much paint. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so the idea wasn't to find like a, some, you know, you think maybe there's some like mythical black alligators. Like, like, yeah, like get, hellish alligators. But they were just going to, yeah, they're just going to paint a bunch of actual alligators <laughs> black. You so know, they would have made Guillermo do that too. Right. So, but they're and just going to settle on uh, a black van. And um, they're gonna try to get two virgins as well. And then I was gonna um, say it's uh, it's funny that like you you know their characters right away that they're all lazy. Like they're <laughs> all like they're they're there for a reason. You don't know the reason. They yet, heavily but, rely on their familiars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 100%. not they're not exactly proactive at also, all. Also, yeah, the lazy and the, to the point too that they got sent there to take over America. And it's like, how far have you gotten? They haven't made it here. very far. Yet. That's where <laughs> yeah. they that's where they arrived, and they yeah. just stayed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's at the end of the episode. Yeah, though, yeah. I do yeah, appreciate it though, <laughs> as in a group of long-standing friends. If like all of a sudden the five of us were dropped off, we became vampires. And it was like you're in this house take over 200 <laughs> Yo, years from now we'd be sitting here having the same conversation being like uh, i'm sorry man this place is fucking massive we welcome to s1 e1 we would just be mad at each other for spending two generations or 200 years talking in old-timey main voice or whatever <laughs> so it'll still be funny in 200 years i was so, thinking about this too i don't know if anybody had this thought when we were watching it but it must be way more fun to be a vampire in the winter on the east coast because they only because it's, it's darker the, longer. Yeah. yeah, they only wake up when the sun's down. So like in August or July or whatever, whatever when's the equinox, June twenty first, whatever. You really only have like eight hours where you're. It's not. That's true. Yeah, totally it's like dark that out. movie. Uh, what is it? Thirty days of night when they go to Alaska because yeah, because it's, it's night it stays all the time. Dark that but that's yeah. just hours you can physically be outside because you know. If you block the sunlight from your house, you can at least be up and function within the house. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but then you're running the risk that something could happen. Yeah, for sure. So they all start laughing because uh, they were talking about how they're going to feast on virgin blood. And um, I like that the Guillermo was stopped. It's like, you can't laugh. A vampire only laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he cuts it out. Yeah. Vampire only laugh. Shit on the yeah. poor guy who does everything <laughs> for them. Yeah. yeah. And then this is when um, she had said, like, should we tell Robinson? And uh, Laz like, that'll ruin everything. And of course, enter Robinson from that point, and it's, and I didn't know this, so I was like, "Oh my God, it's Nate from the Office!" I was yep. so excited to see that he was in the show. Yep, and like, I love how have, he's always you have referred... to always say his full name. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say, I love how they always have to say his full name. <laughs> I don't know why, but it gets me every time. Colin Robinson. He's like, "Are we having a house meeting?" And they're like, "No." He's like, "So it's a coincidence you're all in this room at the same time?" Yes. And we get an interview from Colin Robinson, who he tells us he's like a psychic vampire or an energy vampire. He gets into it a little bit later about what that means, but I'll say in that moment when he explained that he's also a vampire, I was I was a little bummed there because my hope was that he was like just like a Craigslist roommate. That like you know just answered to like an ad and now he's just like this regular. I feel like dude. he kind of is, but also a vampire. Yeah, yeah. You know, they I mean? don't explain ever that I know of how they all 
like how he gets tied up with them. Oh, they know, met, yeah, is. right. So I was kind of hoping he was just going to be like just some regular dude who happened to live there, but he does get into it a little bit uh, as time goes on. Everybody knows an energy of vampire. <laughs> yeah, it's so, very relatable. Really. Yeah. So yeah, you see him in like an office, and apparently what he does is like by energy is he drains the energy from you. And he does it with like constant uh, with conversation, or he basically bores you to death. And it shows him at work, and I like that it was he was like making this really aggressive face almost while using a pencil sharpener. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, "Energy vampires drain your energy by either boring you or enraging you." Yeah. And uh, he also explains that they're the most common type of vampire, and they're the, actually the only type of vampire that can drain the energy from another vampire. Yeah, he's also a daywalker. I was gonna say. Oh, you know yeah, what I, yeah. I wonder about him though is, and I've only seen mo- uh, the first season, part of the second season for this, and I may have just missed it. Can he turn that off, or is he just constantly sucking energy? Like, is that, or can he just like not do it if he wants no, to? No, he does it at will. Yeah, he does it. Well, he, that's how he feeds. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know so if it's like just like blood. a byproduct of him being alive is that he just constantly sucks energy from people because that's the way it seems. He's just every time he leaves a room, people are like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like when he left the room in this wow. opportunity, he's like, "The power grows stronger in him by the night." <laughs> like, yeah. by the way, yeah. I, I really thought that that was just a metaphor, and he wasn't a real vampire. He just sucked the life out of a room. Yeah. And then it was when, like, later in the episode, nothing got ahead when his eyes turned green and go, oh, he really is a creature. <laughs> the face he makes yeah. isn't it he in... is my favorite thing ever, yeah. Isn't it at that scene, though, at the end where he walks out and his um, eyes glare? Yeah, that's office? what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, later, oh. later on, yeah. Oh, 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 okay, I missed that. I yeah. thought you meant later in that. But I really thought, like like Jay said, like, he was just a normal guy, and that, like, <laughs> the term energy vampire was just a metaphor because he... Everyone right. has one of those, and they really make you want to kill yourself. So we, uh, <laughs> next thing we see is a Guillermo interview, and we kind of see like just these shots of him doing various tasks around the house. Like he's boarding up windows, he's doing some lawn care, and and all of this is while he's explaining like what he does. So like one of the things is um, it was like the sunlight, like not on my watch type deal, and he he's, he's still boarding up the windows, but then um, a big job. And the hardest part of his job is the removal of carcasses. So he's, <laughs> he's just dragging. kicking a body down. The yeah, you see like a, like a body wrapped up in a sheet, essentially, that he's like, yeah, just trying to get out of the house. What do you think would be like um, like other tasks that someone in this? He's definitely like- got to like clean the cages. Um, he puts uh, Nandor to bed and wakes him up. So yeah, I do love that. It, and it's a real process to to. Uh, Tuck in and wake up, Nandor. <laughs> yeah. He brings yeah. them yeah. their virgins. Yes. Yes, they go track yeah, down he's, virgins. He's got to scout people and bring yeah. them in. And we're going to get to I, that in, a, in about a minute or so anyways. But yes. And you know he's also just like doing dish. Actually, they may, there's no dishes to do. They don't eat. So Yeah, no one's eating food. Yeah. yeah. We see his room, which is like terribly, terribly small. And it's under the stairs. And he has a photo of him from like Halloween as a child. Dressed as Antonio Banderas' character from Interview with the Vampire. The wig is perfect. And it was uh, the first time he ever saw a Hispanic vampire, and that, like, inspired him. Like, I can be this one day, too. Like, they're not all just white guys. Has anybody here seen Interview with the Vampire? I've never seen it. I've You've never, never seen, seen it Really? Either. A million yeah. times. Yeah, I've seen that movie Classic. a bunch of times. Also, it's a both wicked seen it a good movie. Times. It's actually worth seeing. I don't like it's, Tom Cruise. It's a legitimately good movie. 
So, uh, spoiler alert, he dies pretty early. Yeah, he's a vampire. <laughs> well, what the fuck, man? We just told you we didn't see it. <laughs> he said he hates it, so he wasn't going to watch it. How is he going to hate gonna it without seeing it? He said he hates Tom Cruise. You fucking asshole. I was because I, I, it piqued my interest immediately because I didn't think it was a good movie, and then you spoiled it instantly. Well, edit it out, and then it'll be like it didn't <laughs> Fuck happen. Fuck you! <laughs> edit it out from your brain. Fuck you! Um, it's it's worth a watch. You can still watch it. You not know now. To, yes, you can. It's not that pivotal to the movie. I just said it was pretty early, so clearly yeah. it doesn't matter. You know how Titanic ended? You still watched it, right? No, fuck boats. <laughs> I want you to paint me like one of your vampire girls. <laughs> I never heard a pirate say fuck boats before. I know the irony. So also I noticed in his room that he had like all these like tally marks on the wall. Like, is that something that I, I, I shouldn't even ask, but is I think that it's just addressed? how long he's been waiting. I imagine yeah. to become a vampire. Perhaps. Yeah. Cause I, I don't think, I mean, I've seen every episode up until the one from last week and I don't think they ever addressed that. So, I also thought um, maybe it was, they used it as like a done or like a, some sort of, cell or whatever and the person before him did it right. oh, like somebody was trapped in there that's actually pretty oh yeah he might have like taken over a room so again, obviously they don't care about him enough that they just put him under the stairs which yeah makes i think it's that funny that that house is huge it's got other wings and stuff and they, they make him sleep under the it's a harry stuff, potter like... style yeah because <laughs> they show the outside of the house too and you get like an actual sort of breath of how big it is and it's a big big house yes and he mentions again that he's really hoping to become a vampire uh soon and at that point for me at least that's when i'm like yeah he's definitely not going to be a vampire anytime soon like it's not it's not it's not in the cards from right now yeah he's just like a sad character who's never going to get there yeah it's like he's going to always be chasing that now i don't know what happens in the future but doesn't matter because we're talking about episode one but definitely at that moment i'm like it's not happening this episode it's not happening at this anniversary thing for sure so then um he attends a larping event to find virgins, which which is a funny concept. He's like, I know where I can always find some virgins still. <laughs> and then, but he wants to distinguish. He's like, I'm not a killer. I just find people who are easy to kill. It's a skill set. <laughs> He's just like on his phone showing like the LARPers, like a picture of a, like, was it an 18th century battle axe? Yeah. 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 And uh, she asks if uh, they could touch the swords. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you'll do more than that. Yeah. Like, as he walks away, and he, like, I just like the wink he, he gives the camera. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of very obvious jokes you can play right off the touch the swords comment. Yeah. And now we get an interview with Laszlo and Naja, uh, where they tell us uh, why they moved. And basically, like, people started, like, rallying against vampires. Uh, <laughs> and. Yeah, Laszlo was like, it was. Because of the color of their skin. She's like, well, it was also because, you know, we were murdering people. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, pro as racism. <laughs> probably, probably more of that. Probably more of the murdering. <laughs> There's a lot of prejudice against vampires. I love that, like, you can never really walk a mile in someone's shoes. So, like, to them, people being anti-vampire is, like, you know, a hugely offensive thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it, it, you know, to call back to last week's episode, we did the Adams Family and, you know, the story about the knight in shining armor killing the dragon. It's like, well, the perspective of the dragon isn't being considered there. So here, from the vampire's point of view, yeah. it's, it's a very different... Which Everybody's is the hero of their own story. It is interesting, exactly. though, because they were all at one point human, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. They would have had to yeah, been, yeah, at some point, yeah. I don't know. How do you become an energy vampire, though? That isn't ever explained. It's getting covered now, but it still hasn't been explained yet. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they're starting to go through like the Colin Robinson story in the new season. Oh, good. But that doesn't exist in this. By the way, does not exist. Gotta watch that new episode. So now we see um, Laszlo and Naja walking in a park, and he mentions that to not like be too obvious, they dress down, but they're still dressed like in like this. Like, (laughs) I love that. Is it 18th century? Like, what what era is this? uh, Like a foppish aristocrat clothing. (laughs) Yeah. And I, lo- of New York. I love this, this got a genuine laugh because he's like, good evening. And the guy's just like, go back to your own country. And he goes, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> I saw so it already. And that's still. Coming he's like, you this, go to Christmas. something funny about Laszlo swearing. Or does anytime he <laughs> yeah. swears, because even on IT crowd. Like, like, get the fuck out. Like, yeah. It's funny. Because he's still time, so, like, like, I don't know if it's, if it's because of the accent or whatever, but it's proper. Because they're so proper yeah. sounding, right? So when it yeah. comes out, it's just alarming almost. <laughs> and then the guy calls him a ghost of Christmas past bitch. <laughs> it was like, like Charles just, it was Dickinson. Perfect. Yeah. It's just insane. Because even drunk, if somebody walked by you in the park and was like, how you doing? You'd just be like, hey, <laughs> you just keep going. You'd never just tell somebody to go fuck themselves <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's when they're like, yeah, we're going to kill him. They decide they're just going to, they're going to be eating him and drinking his blood is the more appropriate way. Like, let's at least get something out of this instead of just murdering him. And then you see them just kind of like quick flash over to where he's at. And they just grab him and like rise him up into the sky. And we just see his date like standing there and like uh, they're out of shot now. And you just see like a pool of blood just fall right in front of her. And 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 on her. Yeah. And she's didn't not overly alarmed by like, it. She didn't look like wet. That's why I thought it was in front of her. Yeah. You see, they're discerning. They don't kill her too, right? They're just like, oh, this guy. Yeah, they're just this, like, fuck so this guy. Him, yeah. But the, the woman's fine. We'll leave her alone. Yeah, because they're not like, I mean, they're vampires and they kill and eat people, but they don't look like they're, they're not, they don't have like a serial killer like vibe, right? It's not just the thrill of the kill. It's more. Too, like, I love the special effects of this show. It's like a lot like the movie too. Like like when they when they have their fight and they ra- they raise when they're fighting in the house yes yeah. and just like this whole kill they swoop down and pull them mm-hmm. up it's like yep I don't know how they do that on like a television show like it's good it's funny works. too because they do it well from a, a documentary perspective yeah. yeah so like it's so they they still have to be a documentary and inject these crazy um, effects into it it's like if they had some weird effects on like The Office and Parks and Rec it would be really tough to do but they do it well yeah after they're done. Uh, eating them, <laughs> they they kind of flash right back over to that walking path where they were just at, and now they're they, basically basically they just made plans to fuck after they're like they're really <laughs> excited about this kill, and now they're like you know let's let's get to it as soon as we get home. Yeah, the blood and the kill makes them all horned up. Yeah, but she wants to walk, and he doesn't understand why. He's like, we could just you know turn into a bat, and he just flies right off. No, I like how to a bat, he has to announce that he's turning into a bat. Yeah. Bat, but then he, if you notice, he flew into a lamp. <laughs> he bounced <laughs> yeah. off one of the street lamps there. And again, I hate talking about other episodes, but he also, bats. when he changes back to a human, will yell human form, <laughs> which I think is <laughs> equally funny. Yeah. But I don't understand why he has to shape shift anyway. He can fly without becoming a bat. Well, it's but less noticeable. If you yeah, it's fly, less obvious. Yeah, if you're flying like a, a further distance into your home, like you're, uh, everyone's gonna see you, so that's probably gonna so. be unwanted attention. And now next we have uh, Guillermo and Nandor are at 
what looks like a Dollar Tree, like some sort of a dollar store. Nandor wants glitter to put all over himself, so he looks uh. like one of the vampires in Twilight. <laughs> this so is like creepy if, paper, too, which I have now said every time oh. I've gone into a Michaels ever since the show started. Ooh, multi-pack. <laughs> Buy so much creepy paper. I'll, I'll be completely honest. When he was first doing that, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together what kind of paper that was. And I just thought he thought it was like a good decoration. Like the paper was creepy for some reason. I, I really this, didn't pick up on it. This at is first. also like my favorite scene in the whole episode when he holds up the paper skeleton. He goes, This is kind of macabre. And he just flicks his <laughs> finger and it bursts in the flames. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I forgot about it. Gamma has like a really funny like him. scream as it's happening too. Like he's, <laughs> he's like terrified of the fire. The scene too is like the only time you really see Nandor like malicious like the look he gives to Guillermo when he burns a skeleton and <laughs> yeah. the look he gives to the cashier it's it's very uncharacteristic of him but yeah. it makes it even funnier the cashier part is i died i died when they were trying to pay for their their creepy paper <laughs> he throws and the coin at throws him a good yeah, he throws the coin at him and he's like well go stab him and he's like ah you can't just throw him with a credit card <laughs> Uh, it just like the, the the fake way that he does it like oh here you go when he gives it to him. <laughs> he goes you kind of disobeyed me right there and i'm taking I'm note of it <laughs> <laughs> what do you say like did you just throw like a medieval coin at me <laughs> you can't be throwing yeah. ancient coins yeah. at me ancient coin, yeah. ancient coin. <laughs> and then um we see uh naja outside when she should be like preparing for the feast so now we see naja again and she explains how she's been like seeing another man but not like actually seeing him. She's like physically just seeing him. She's been kind of just following him everywhere. Stalking. And she's been seeking around behind him. And then you you cut to her scaling up a wall uh, to his window. And she's just watching him jerk off. <laughs> and I just, I did not see that coming. And it completely took me by surprise. And I lost it when that happened. And she goes to take a picture of him while he's doing it. But she has, like, an old camera with, like, a flash bulb. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was absolutely amazing. I'm also, I'm not saying you need to, like, uh, light some candles, have a glass of wine or anything. But the utilitarian level of this guy jerking off is, like, the funniest thing to me. Because when he gets up, his pants are only down just enough to pull his dick out. And he's just staring at his phone and he's above his covers. Like, it's the most... Like, just going for it scenario. <laughs> this is the saddest shit ever. Yeah, it's just super fucking depressing. It's a shitty apartment. Well, yeah, it's a well, shitty apartment. W- without making a dark turn, if you guys think it looks real cool when you're jerking off, probably not so much. <laughs> oh, certainly not, but at least pull the pants down to your knees, man. Come on. <laughs> Get about going. He's like giving himself a quickie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do in the work bathroom, not... Right, jerk right, off. of course. Not in your own house. You know, get it done quick. Well, your own house is also your work bathroom, so. Yeah, I work from home, so. <laughs> yeah. I light candles when I do it. <laughs> so, so, technically, so technically, <laughs> in a roundabout way, for those of you wondering, technically, Joe jerks off at work. <laughs> oh, I don't like that one bit. <laughs> she, uh, your employer is not a fan. Yeah. And then, and then I she, can tell you from my... Every job I've ever had, no employer has ever been a fan of me. <laughs> she then, um, she then tells um, us about another human she used to have an affair with, Gregor, um, who got beheaded. 
and uh, she never she never quite got over him. And now we're cutting to all the guys heading down to the basement, and they haven't been to this area in like years. They said, um, which I was a little confused about because earlier they're talking about the cages. I thought that was all basement stuff when they're talking about the cages and the hygiene. But no, are they in the attic? No, they That's eventually later. end up in the attic. Oh, oh yeah, they right, eventually yeah, yeah. end up there. Yeah, it's later. Up with the stairmaster. Yeah. So they're looking for a chamber that's like perfect for the blood feast. And then they, they go to open the door and it turns out that that's Colin's room. And he was just sitting up like in his bed, like looking at the wall, basically. Right. Just staring at nothing. <laughs> and um, so they're like, all right, we'll just have it in the attic again. And that's when the Stairmaster comes up. Like, we'll move the Stairmaster. But why did they have a Stairmaster? Great yeah, question. It's probably in the house or something. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it before. Yeah, I, I took it as you, you've seen how impressionable they all are. I feel like they would just watch the interview, like um, the infomercial, infomercial yeah. and yeah. they ordered it and couldn't resist because they're so irresponsible and easily the fool. And that's what those infomercials are for. Maybe, right. maybe I'm stretching, but no, that makes sense to me. And then uh, next, they cut to them all going to the ship to pick up the package, which is just uh, the coffin with the Baron in it. And they have to sign a tablet, but none of their hands register, so they eventually have to use Guillermo's. And I thought that was a nice little touch right there. Yeah, Laszlo I like that. Too, that. Laszlo asks if he has a quill. <laughs> yeah, and he says no. He goes, oh, I'm not fucking signing that then. <laughs> just walks away. Walks away so angry. Such a good character. And then um, now we get Nausea outside when she should be preparing for this blood feast, but um, she can't stop thinking about new Gregor. Um, so then as he's walking by outside, she just, she's going, human man. <laughs> and then uh, that's when we find out that this uh, new Gregor, his name is Jeff. And she was so turned off by his name. Uh, as soon as he like announced his name, I, I don't know if it was like, it was easier to romanticize thinking that he was just Gregor again, but um, yeah. But well, no, he I had a funny last name. What was the last name? It was like Suckler or something like yeah, that. Yes, Suckler um, or something like that. But um, one thing with Jeff too that you didn't, or Greg or Jeff, you forgot to mention too, is right after she mentions that he kept being decapitated, um, he almost gets decapitated time. by his own window. Yes, and when and I can't remember if it was at this point or earlier. Um, but as she's talking and comparing him to Gregor. They flash a like a like a drawing type situation of Gregor's beheadal, and then they they side by side that with the picture that she took of Jeff jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> the bright, to show the similar, yeah, picture. to show the similar faces. It's Jeff Suckler. Suckler. Everyone's now waiting for the virgins to show up, like at the door. The, he's like fingers crossed, uh, Guillermo. Saying, I hope it's them. And then they start hissing at him again. Because he crossed his finger. But is that a vampire thing? Crossed fingers? Yeah. Well, you make it cross. In the movie, the enti- cross, they say yeah. at the very beginning, the entire film crew, so they don't get attacked, wear crosses to keep them back. Yeah, but f- crossing your fingers isn't the sign, like, doesn't make a cross cross. Like a, like a I think crucifix. it's cross enough, though. So is that, like, cause that, that's what I couldn't piece together. The crossing of the fingers, I didn't associate with, like, a crucifix. But essentially, it's the same realm we're thinking of here i guess so i don't i don't see it yeah i guess from that it's a play on words yeah i can't overanalyze the show so um so now the virgins do arrive uh jenna and jonathan and um i like that just flat off as soon as they walk in they're asked if they're virgins and um like he's kind of like not that it's any of your business and then she gets into the whole well i have an online boyfriend but we haven't met yet irl 
So they make it very clear that they both are, in fact, very much virgins. Don't they tell him uh, good job, Guillermo, too? Do they at that point? I don't remember that specifically, so, yeah. but yeah. Probably. I think that, yeah, I think Nandor is like very good, Guillermo. <laughs> and they're just under the impression that they're at a vampire LARP group, like, which would make sense considering the world that they live in, like, in their interests. Like, that would probably be why Guillermo met them. Like, he's a LARPer himself, but in a this vampire situation. And she's in a ton of stuff, too. Is that Beansy Feldstein? Just Jonah Hill's sister? She's in that movie. Oh, really? Um, when they go to the party, that Harvard movie that was... Uh, uh, not Harvard, sorry. It, it's like a graduation, like, dirty, raunchy comedy. The one with John Cena? Going to school. Was it, was it with John Cena? The one with the parents I, I are trying to stop it. their kids from fuck. Oh, no, that's no, not one. Not no, that that's... one. Not, that's cock blockers. Or yeah. Blockers in America. <laughs> yeah, no, this one was... Um, it's basically... Like uh, a female cast version of um, uh, what's the Jonah Hill movie? Super bad. Super bad. For oh, a couple okay. years ago, it was really good. It was very funny. And then um, now we're back to Naja and uh, Gregor Jeff, as she calls them, and they're walking together. And I, I just thought it was interesting that this guy sees this. You know, he doesn't know that she's an actual vampire, but just the way she is dressed and presents herself, he's just walking down the street, and she's like, "Hey, hey!" And he's just like, "All right, I'll entertain this." Like. It, well, he was Who jerking knows? off alone in his say. bed in his apartment earlier, and now he's got a dress of a female. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, how many people are in your bed when you jerk off? That's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best response to that question I could ever imagine. Uh, so, um, so we. Oh man. We uh, so we find out he's a, a night watchman, and uh, she's like laughing. She's just basically trying to entertain him, so she's laughing at everything he's saying, right? Because there's nothing remotely humorous about him just saying that he's a night watchman. So now she's recapping because to him, the first time she made love to Gregor, because she's she's convinced that this is just a reincarnated version of him, and then she mentions how she accidentally beheaded him, but just kept fucking him like after uh, after his head was cut off. Until her needs were met. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best way. She starts having a conversation back and forth with herself. Like, you shouldn't do this, but I want to. And, you know, she's torn because she's, you know, with Laszlo. And eventually she says she has to leave. And uh, she vanishes, like, instantaneously as he's asking for her number. So, yeah, he's clearly pretty lonely, right? After all this, <laughs> he's still like, can I get your number? <laughs> like, she just said she beheaded a guy and kept fucking him. I meant to ask, she's the one who beheaded him? The first yeah. time they had sex, yeah. So the yes. first time she mentions that he was beheaded, I don't think they got into how. But when she's explaining, when she's talking to Gregor Jeff. Cause, no, because I thought he said in battle or something. Like, she said in battle. No, no, it was implied that it was battle because he was a knight. Oh, okay. And you see him with his head cut off in a knight's armor. So there was just, it, it, they didn't say it. They wanted you to think it was all, uh, something right, else. Right, right, right. But then when she was talking to Jeff, she says that it was the first time that they had sex. She accidentally beheaded him and continued on in, uh, until she had finished. So now we're back in the attic now, and we see all the, like, the cheap dollar store decorations, like the streamers and stuff, and um, Nandor has like glitter on his face and like just like chunks of it. Like it's not even <laughs> it's like so like it's not even like a subtle like sparkly thing. It just looks like he has like Vaseline with glitter like under his cheeks and stuff. Do you think he had Guillermo put that on for him or did he do it himself? Um, I think 100% Guillermo. Yeah, did it was it. Guillermo. Yeah. 
And then, so there's two other people in the room, and uh, I forget who the one girl who's like next to the coffin is, but the other one is uh, June. The and June again, that is Aunt Shirley from the office. It is okay. I meant to ask yeah. this. I caught a glimpse of her right there, and that's when I noticed it. It had to be her. Yeah. And um, to go back uh, a handful of episodes when we covered Scrubs, she was actually she was on that pilot as well. So. Um, oddly enough, is she the first person to be seen in two episodes that we've covered? Oh, can't be, can't be. Yeah, but, I feel like uh, that's got to be somebody else. But just by the degrees of separation, are so easily with. We'll many have to do but... a check, but I don't know. I can't think of anyone who would have double dipped. Been in two things. Oh yeah, Laszlo was in the IT crowd. crowd. Oh, he wasn't in the pilot. Not, not, not in the pilot. Yeah. Oh, not in the one we. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying just two, like the actual specific episodes. Um, mm-hmm. it's a very random person to. Yeah, that's interesting. I would have to go back and think pilots. about that. I gotta think of what we've done so far. We've done so many episodes at this point. Yeah, this is what thirty something, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. This episode would be. This is twenty. I think twenty-eight or nine. Tw- yeah, twenty-nine. This is twenty. Yeah. So now the casket opens, and Bar- the Baron instantly uh, bites uh, Aunt Shirley or June. The familiar. She's also a familiar, I guess. So I, I was under the impression that like Guillermo was the only. One they had, but we do see her earlier in the episode at one point. I just yeah, she's really kind of like just walking around a little bit. Yeah, I didn't really. I, I, I thought why she was they there. were his familiars. Yeah, the, they, the, the other barons. two. No, no, she was in the house before he got there. No, because no. then even Ferg, I thought you would have noticed when um, Laszlo does his old timey voice, basically says, "Hey, old chap." <laughs> he says, "Hey, old chap." Those are our familiars. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I know he he I know he has that one like creepy old lady as his familiar. Yeah, That's the Baron. Yeah, familiar. both of the yeah, women yeah. up there outside in Naja is are familiars. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the casket opens and we see the Baron. He bites June. Um, and he's doing this like weird stretch. I don't know if it was intended to be a stretch or like a weird dance or what he was doing. I think it was stretching. Uh, he was like kind of waving his arms around a little bit, like slowly. And uh, well, I mean, he just got shipped from like Transylvania to true. New York. And boy, is, are his arms tired. <laughs> Hey-o. And yeah, so Laszlo had mentioned that he thought that he had genitals. <laughs> That's another great Laszlo line. I remember him having genitals. But uh, apparently not. Apparently that's actually why he was such a good lover, was um, <laughs> the creativity from not having genitals. I love his his like makeup though the fucking like Nosferatu style like yeah it's very well done yeah yeah you know I'm trying to figure like how do you even best describe how he looks uh for those listening who haven't seen this I would say if you were if you had to describe it I would say it would be like what you would imagine a a burn victim might look like like it looks like a bunch of you know yeah. Like an old. He, he bird looks victim. like the drawings they continuously show in yeah. the episode. It's a very anyway. skinny body, kind of like some bat-like qualities, despite being like a man, like a, like it's not like um, not quite a bat, but like he almost has like a like a webbing under his arms and stuff like that. Like long, thin hair. Yep. You can see is he's got a very defined rib cage. Yes, a sunken defined. stomach. Yeah, it's creepy. It's yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> It's actually really, it's a decent costume that they have on him. Oh my God, that must have been very... 10 hours in the makeup chair for that. Yeah. That's insane. I can't imagine that was yeah. an easy day, yeah. I was going to say, it's very impressive that they went that hard on his costume yep. for, and his character. television in general, but like. For television, yeah. but also a pilot, yep. too. And then, um, 
So Guillermo gets sent down to get the virgins, and they're also they're arguing at this point too because Laszlo hates all the decorations and <laughs> the stairmaster is still up there. I love that they no one took the stairmaster down. That, that goes back to corner. us talking about how lazy they are. It's like nobody did it. And this is where the creepy paper comes up again too. But he actually he, they, they correct him at that point too, right? They inform him that it is it's not yeah. actually called I think creepy Laszlo, paper. Laszlo corrects him, I yep. believe. And then we get like the big like silence from the Baron and like that scary uh, tone shifted voice. Like, yeah, he has like a deep timber and it sort of shakes yeah. the house and gets all echoey. Um, and he comes with a proclamation. And uh, while he's ta- uh, while he's talking, notices the documentary crew. So like, it's finally addressed. Like, oh, they're filming me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. You just have to like pretend that they're not there. It's fine. We also find out at this point that they're in Staten Island, and it was brought up earlier, but basically the only reason that they're in Staten Island is that's where the boat dropped them oh. off, and they just didn't <laughs> they didn't go anywhere else. They just stayed there. Yep. That's a, there's a whole big thing. I don't know if you are familiar with the term two-boaters. No. So basically, when there was people sort of immigrating to America, a bunch of people got brought to Canada and dropped off, and they were like, welcome to America, see you later. And then people were like, oh, shit, we're in Canada. So, like, half the people stayed. And then the other half had to get, like, on another boat to go the rest of the way. But it was a way to just be like, uh, this is a more straight shot from Europe. So we're just going to drop you off, tell you it's America, and, like, sort of bail. Yeah. And I sort of got that. Like, this is what made me think of when they were like, uh, yeah, we're taking you to, you know, wherever. It's like, they just didn't feel like island. leaving. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'll be a little honest because when I was watching this, this part confused me a little bit. I didn't quite remember what the Baron's message was. And then they were super nervous because they thought that, that they were basically fucked at that point. Because, the Baron delivers a message. He then goes back into his casket, and then they're just super nervous. And what exactly was it that he was expecting of them that they were nervous of? He expected them to have taken over. They had been there for a long time, and they've literally done nothing. Right. He was also yeah. coming. <clears throat> he was also staying in America or something like that, too. Yeah, his message was he's staying. He's oh, okay. So I, when I, he I wakes think that's what I didn't pick up on. When he wakes from his slumber, he's going to you know look at all the work they've done. Got oh, it. I love okay. that he has to slumber again after sleeping after for the entire <laughs> yeah. transatlantic like uh, boat ride. It, yeah, because when you think about it too, like I mean, we we've seen the rest of their caskets too, and do they need rest? Like, or is it just like it's to pass question. the time? Like, did, did I they always assumed it was just yeah, it was just the sun was up, they couldn't do anything else, so they slept in the day. Yeah, and the night they could right, go out because it's but... like you do it in a coffin. It's a good way to keep. You wouldn't yourself think in that the they would sleep though. Just you know. They don't they eat. They don't. And meditate. Right. No. Yeah. Basically, do what Colin was doing when they opened up the door to his room, and he's just I'm sitting up in there. there. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, they go to get the virgins, but Colin already got to them, and now they have no nutritional value. They said. <laughs> <laughs> he's explaining what car detailing is to them. Yeah. <laughs> just like you, you imagine when they're doing the writing, they were trying to think of what the most like mundane, dead, yeah, like boring thing to explain was, and that is a perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Gordo? Uh, so the trope works for several reasons. This is from uh, tvtropes.org, just so you guys know. Primarily, primarily to emphasize that they are members of the living dead, so their deviancy is naturally reflected in their sleeping habits. Additionally, coffins are a good way to keep out pesky sunlight that tends to cause bad sunburns on vampires. So that is why vampires sleep in coffins. It's a TV trope. It's not... Makes sense, like, because if where you are sleeping... The question wasn't, though, why they sleep in coffins. The question was, do they actually sleep? Yeah, are do, they, they do they need so, rest? Do they need to actually go to bed? 
I assume they. I assume they <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this. I assume they do just to pass the time because if I'm home and my internet goes off and I'm just sitting there alone with my fucking thoughts, time drags on. <laughs> and I want to put a bullet in my head. So imagine being in a casket. Imagine being in a casket with nothing to do. For like there are people hours. you can talk to <laughs> to make you not feel that way when you're alone. <laughs> Oh, no, it's the ADHD, man. I gotta fucking... <laughs> I need to be busy at all times doing at least something. Oh, I go nuts. So according to the to the first... Uh... According to vampiretropes.com. <laughs> no, 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 no. According to the very, very reputable institution, paranormalschool.com. <laughs> That's a dot com. It's legit. <laughs> I... It has been said that vampires do not need to sleep every day, but many choose to do so to help them pass the time. Okay, the older yeah. a vampire like is, the less sleep they may need. It is also said that when vampires sleep, they enter into a deep sleep, which is almost trance-like. That is from, you know it's official when it's from paranormalschool.com. There you go. So, if can, you get, can you get a degree from there? I, do, do they offer online courses? Gordo tried, but he flunked out. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm stuck on an ad. Um, <laughs> no, but they do offer ghost hunting, <laughs> how to make a homemade spirit box, um, dowsing rods, and um, how to find ghosts in 13 simple steps, <laughs> and uh, the ultimate guide to the types of ghosts. So while they may not offer a degree, they, they offer you a bunch of other use. silly, useless shit. Man, I don't know if I ghosts you, aren't real. I say Nick has made uh, his thoughts on this quite clear in the in the. You the guys past. don't do the dowsing rods. I'm all the... about a gordo. Let's go ghost hunting. I always wanted to. Um, I've always wanted to explore that that crack house that we were talking about down at uh It's gone, Deer Island. Yeah, and it's gone. That was the one that you never uh, went in with us. I did. Yeah, and it, there was some <clears throat> creepy like yeah. mattress on the floor. Yeah, if I remember, and there was like 420 spray paint. Did it, like, I feel like any floor. mattress on the, the floor. The ghost smoked weed. <laughs> <laughs> Some more like heroin. <laughs> um, no, but wasn't there something like super creepy about like that was spray painted in there? Like the blood of the dead will be it was like, like the blood of the children shall sleep or something that made no yeah, sense, but it was yeah. creepy. Yeah. And, like, it was, it was also like a, a dead bird with lyric. no it head like in the fridge. I like I like the idea of like two teenagers in there one night. Um, so just to peel back a second, uh, there was like this old creepy like um, abandoned house that was not too far from where we all live. That it was just, it was like kind of in the middle of a field. It was very very creepy and in the middle of a field on a beach. Yeah. So it's... like you know, as as kids, we would we would sneak in there at night every now and again just to you know scare ourselves, but. Uh, I like the idea that like two teenagers went in there one night and like with with cans of spray paint and it's like, uh, dude, what'd you write? Like, oh, I wrote like the like the blood of the children shall, shall perish, and like what'd you write? Four twenty. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> We're on different pages. What the mission was here? <laughs> like Van Halen rules. <laughs> I was gonna say like what band at the time? Right? It's like Richard Marks forever. <laughs> But uh, yeah, to go back, so uh, Colin sucks the life out of these guys. Uh, well, just he just he sucks the energy out of them, but it doesn't kill them when that happens, right? They just look tired. Yeah, like, you can replenish. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like a, it's almost like, harmless in a way. Yeah, 
But like when he walks off, that's when you know it was referenced earlier. You see his like eyes glowing, and he makes like this like er type face. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's enough for him. So I mean, could you, in theory, if you're like the like an energy vampire, can you just have the same few people that you're just constantly just going to the well with? And like, I don't see why not. Yeah. It's like the it's like a rechargeable battery like energy source. They probably don't stick around unless they're at work with you and like have to show up though. Right, right. But does he like leave the work day like fully good, you know, to go back, you know, like it's enough energy he gets from all those guys that he can just keep going every day. I think so, because he calls it as he's like the office, or what I like to refer to it as the hunting ground. So he must be doing that every day. Yeah. Sit with just the same people. God, it's so hard not to talk about the future episodes, especially with him. <laughs> yeah. So he's now, one of those characters, like we mentioned Noho Hank a few weeks ago. He's like one of those characters like Noho Hank that just comes up and it's just like this new character on a new TV show and you're like, okay, that's there forever. Um, so now we got um, Nandor uh, and he's now recognizing that it's Guillermo's 10-year anniversary. So he tells him to repair himself. So Guillermo holds his shirt like down to expose his neck as he's... He's expecting to get bit. He, I'm he ready. Thinks, yeah, he <laughs> it's so it's sensual time. too. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh he he's thinking it's time to finally become a vampire, and then instead, uh, Nandor presents him with a glitter portrait, <laughs> and the it's just like painting. yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a glitter painting, a painting that he did with of the two of them. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, look, I made you a vampire. Cause, uh, because earlier Guillermo had referenced that, you know, he's been hinting, he keeps telling me he's going to make me a vampire. What he did not know is he did not mean literally, he said he's going to, when he said he was going to make him a vampire, what he meant was he was going to, to paint make, him as a vampire. He was going to make him a vampire in a piece of art. I just this love is, that he drew him, though, as the Antonio Banderas vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He drew him as his version of, yeah. I mean, in fairness, if Nandor, if he really did make this himself, it's not bad. It's, it also it, means he's paying attention to what uh, Guillermo wants. Yeah. Or likes, rather. But at the same time, he two he's only been his familiar for two years. Yeah, two years. <laughs> yeah. And then when he corrects him, Guillermo corrects him, and he just goes, 10 years? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? To be fair, if you've been alive for that long, 10 years is it, probably yeah. tough yeah, to gauge. That, that's true, too. Like, yeah. True. So I don't think that's all on I, Guillermo. Yeah, ten years. I, I also like I love he tells him to hang the picture in his sad room. Yeah, he's like, go put this <laughs> in your depressing room. <laughs> so it's like you're the one who gave him the room. Like, if you think it's that depressing, you could have like maybe hooked him up with like something a little bit better. So now uh, Nandor goes into the coffin arrest after he tells him that, and um, as the door shuts uh, to the coffin, Guillermo's standing there near the window and he kind of like moves the shades aside for a moment and you see light entering the room and like hitting where the coffin is. And he like thinks about it for a second, but ultimately he just can't pull the trigger and he changes his mind and like, you know, lets the, the shadows fill up again. And then we get like one last shot and it's, um, like a board from the, from the window up in the attic falls down and, um, you see some light entering the room. It's up in the attic where the Baron's coffin currently is. So I didn't know if that was supposed to be anything significant or a lead-in for the for later. Like, do we think like light's gonna affect all this? I don't see like why it would, because he's not gonna come out in the daytime. That's the whole reason he's in the casket. Yeah, I just thought I, I didn't know if that's why he might be jet lagged though. He doesn't know that's what time true. it is. Yeah, that's a that's great true. point. <laughs> yeah, but the. But they, the way they showed it, I didn't know if that was... Because that's the final shot of the show. So I, I didn't know if that was meant to mean more it's than it was. a little bit of foreshadowing, I think. Yeah. 
without so, going into it. Yeah. So, well, that's it, though. That's the whole episode. Um, what we do in the shadows. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about as far as the show goes? I know you guys are all had all watched um, a lot more than just this first episode, um, or at least a couple of you had. Uh, I don't want to get too much into quotable. the... Yeah, I don't want to get too into the future, but the show in general, just having come off of this episode, what... Yeah, uh, quotable for sure. For sure. I think when we first watched this, when it was just episode one and it premiered, right? We just watched the first one. That whole week, we were just quoting this episode too, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a pretty good indicator of when a show is good, is if immediately the whole next week you're waiting Very for the next cool. one yeah. and you can't stop making quotes and you know, making references to it. I want to say this episode, this first episode, is a lot like the movie. And as the show goes on, it distances itself a little more. But like, so if you like this first episode, watch the movie because you—I I guarantee you'll enjoy it. Now, Where is the movie on any streaming service? I believe it's on Prime Video. Uh, that's where oh, okay. I watched it for the first time. I'll have to go see they that, pull yeah. stuff down all the time. So I, I know that was the first place I ever watched it a few years back. Yeah, I rented it a few years back because I couldn't find it streaming anywhere for free. But it's worth the three bucks to rent if you—if it's not streaming anywhere for free, it's—it's it's really funny. Cool. Uh, just to get in, we'll get right into the green ladder cancel from this point. Uh, we'll go around. I have a really strong feeling I know how everyone's going to vote, but let's oh, get into it. we got a little wild card who's a cat, so yeah. I really don't know. <laughs> so, uh, but we're going to start in the order I'm looking at you, and uh, Ferg, you're first. For me, this one's a no-brainer, green light. Like I said, I love the movie. I love the sh- the, the show is great. Uh, special effects alone, amazing. For a pilot of a, a thing, like, we went over all that. Uh, not much more to say. It's just it's hilarious. Look at that raunchy humor, but it's also, like, smart at the same time. So, yeah, 100% green light. Gordo. So, this episode, I watched it prior, a couple of years ago, when I think when it first came out. And I never followed up, I think, past episode five. For whatever reason or another, I just forgot that the show was on but this episode made me excited to see the rest of the series it's it's no-brainer it's hysterical like ferg said it's so funny in so many different ways um green light 100 joe yeah i mean i agree there's not much more to say that we haven't said already about this show it's smart it's raunchy it's so insanely quotable um i yeah just don't understand the idea of somebody not enjoying this right away but uh you know so for me green light nick yeah i mean this show is pretty fantastic um one of the things is i can't i can't tell who my favorite character is and it's because i like them all so much right it's it's a lot of fun which is what you want in a sitcom like this it's just it's just entertaining uh the whole way through it's smart like ferk had said I really obviously do want to keep watching. This is by and far, we've all picked shows for this podcast, right? Like, so we pick shows that we like and stuff. I don't think I even picked this one, right? Who picked this one? Or did we just pick it I as think a this group? Is a group yeah. consensus. I think all of October. Yeah, was. all of October, we just decided yeah, we, we were going to do yeah, so like, as shows. So. Even with the ones that I have picked, this is by and far the easiest green light. It's just, it's so unique. Um, you know, People have kind of distanced themselves from the documentary style after it was kind of beaten into the ground. So I'm glad that they came back with it like this. Um, and yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed it. And I uh, will definitely keep watching. For me, I, uh, I tend to not 
dig a lot of um vampire stuff. A lot of that isn't my my go-to. But with this, the second the the episode started and I saw it was like documentary style and I saw the tone of the show cuz the tone of the show was very apparent from the very beginning. I was hooked. And I loved this episode. I thought um there was a lot of jokes that really hit me. It was it's not just the fact that it went raunchy because a lot of shows can go raunchy and it's just to get a cheap laugh. But like the way they did it really blended in really well. When Jeff was up in his bed jerking off, it, I mean, it, it was hysterical to me. And um, yeah, for me, it's a really easy yes. I'm, I've been waiting to watch this show because I've known for a while we were going to do that here. Prior to like you guys talking about it, I didn't, for whatever reason, just never... Didn't like it. Didn't captivate me enough to want to watch it. Now that I have, I'm I'm super glad I did. I, like I can't wait to continue watching it. This is a very easy yes for me, and as I expected, it, it is five for five. Uh, so congratulations to um, what we do in the shadows. Perfect, hundred uh, percent from us. You live on to see another day. Green lights all the way across the board. That's it. All that's only a all. Third one. No, it's gonna. There's more than three. We've there's only more had than three, three that. I think across that, the board, no. I think we have a very small amount of ones. We've all not many, and I canceled. don't. Yeah, I don't have everything in front of me at this very moment. But if we're going to stall for a second, yeah, we completely greenlit. Uh, let's see here, the we, monsters for sure. The monsters married with children. My name is Earl. The good place. That seventy show. Super rock. <laughs> uh, community. Yeah, we all green like Oh, and friends. Week. Friends and home improvement too. Wow. Yeah, so it's almost 10 out of almost 30 episodes. So. Yeah, so we're like a third. Yeah. 100%. We weren't that hard on shows in the early days. <laughs> yeah, we we've, we've got our, You know, that would be an interesting concept for this show. Would you guys ever be interested way down the line, of course, to you know, maybe we can go back and have we changed our minds on any of these pilots? Maybe we didn't agree with our uh cuz I have one in mind that I would love to change thinking about it i got a couple it'd be interesting I, to go back yeah i would, I'd love to revisit, um, yeah. I think down we, the we road especially special when we we yeah uh, maybe when we hit like kind of another like milestone number maybe we do like a bonus episode where we kind of talk and recap everything we've done so far and go over all that kind of stuff and we'll figure out how to do that and you know so for all of you listening keep you know keep an ear out and we'll we'll eventually down the line have something like that for sure but in any event Go to s1e1pod.com. That's where you can find all the links to all our social media, everywhere where you can listen to us. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Spread the word. Let people know that we exist. We appreciate all that stuff very much. Send us feedback. What do you like? What do you not like? Uh, we listen to all of that and we take it to heart. So keep in touch with us and you know we'll get back to you too. Uh, but that's it. That's all the time we have for today. Catch you next week. Goodbye. Happy hey, Halloween. Bat bat. Uniform. I did it. I did the whole episode with a mask on.